Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Divorce the First Six Months with Peter Maestri. That is me. Uh, today, we have the pleasure of having a conversation with Dawn Elise. She has been divorced for roughly six months and she has three children. She has a 27, a 21 year old, and a 17 year old. Dawn, welcome and thank you for being a yes to this conversation. Peter, thank you for the invite. I, I appreciate it. So, Dawn, one of the things that um, really lured me towards you was that you do TikTok. So, and I, that's where I found you. I found you on TikTok on, in the Instagram feed. And I just, I fell in love with your energy. I fell in love with how honest oh. and raw you were. And I said, I'm, I'm, I have to reach out to her. And I did. And here mm-hmm. we are. So without further ado, I want to ask you a question. Will you tell us about your first six months? I would love to. That, like I just said, is a loaded question. I, um, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard. Um, but I guess if, if I'm going to talk about the first six months, I'm going to have to say the first six months, as hard as it has been, was better than the 22 years that I spent. On my best day, it wasn't as good as this last six months. So um, discovering who I am has been a huge part of my first six months. Um, and it will continue to be a huge part of my conversation for the rest of my life, finding out who I am. I don't know who I am. And, um, and it's exciting to find out and it's exciting to go through this journey. Um, one of the hardest things I think that I've dealt with is the guilt of leaving a long relationship. And I think a lot of women have that guilt and, um, having children, I stayed for 22 years because we had children. Every time I thought I was going to leave, we had a child and, um, you know, you stay. That's what I was programmed to do. I was programmed to stay. I was programmed to be tough. I was programmed to be strong. Um, I was programmed to suppress all of my emotions and uh, not feel. Um, I'm 51 and I don't remember a time in my life ever until now that I was allowed to have real emotions, that I was allowed to be happy one minute and something was sad the next and and embrace those feelings. And um, this sense leaving my ex, that that is one of the biggest things I found for myself is that um, even with all the guilt, it doesn't, I'm finding out who I am and um, I love who I am. I didn't love who I was for 22 years. I didn't love me at all, at all. So people who say, you know, self-love, I had no idea what that was. I didn't even know what it was that I could go looking for it until I left my my marriage. Say more about that. So you say that you were programmed. What does that look like? What does that feel like for somebody that doesn't understand? Um, for me, I was raised by a very strong woman who unfortunately stayed in a bad relationship because it was what we were supposed to do. And my whole life, all I ever wanted to be 
it's crazy to say this now, but all I ever wanted to be was a wife and a mom. That's all I ever wanted to be. So to have that and then have it taken away from me, like, is the worst feeling because you feel um, like you fail. And I wasn't raised to fail. And I didn't realize that fail, out of my failure of that idea would come um, me, who I am, like who I really am for the first time, really embracing who I really am and not trying to be something for somebody else. And I guess just my mom is amazing. And um, she raised me to just be strong. And so I thought part of being strong as a woman was when I saw the weakness in other people that I could, um, I could fix that, you know, I could fix everybody's weaknesses because I was strong enough to do that. I was mentally strong enough. I was emotionally strong enough. Um, but while I did that, I didn't do anything for myself. I gave up every, everything I wanted. And the, and I held on tight, really tight, I guess I could say to the marriage and the, the kids. Um, I held on really tight. Like I should have left before we ever had kids. It was bad then, um, but I stayed and I actually found a letter that I wrote to my ex. Um, I wrote to, it to him in 1999. And in 1999, I had the same feelings then that I do now. And it's sad to reread something that you wrote. And he had kept that letter, like in a safe thing, he had kept it. And when he moved out, he left a lot of things and I found the letter. Like I found a heartbreaking letter that I wrote to him in 1999 telling him that I felt all the things that I feel now, like felt when I left him. I felt isolated. I felt controlled. I um, felt, you know, like if I wasn't, I was pregnant at the time. And I even wrote in the letter that had I not been pregnant, I would want to be dead. Wow. And so to find that now in 2000 or in 2021, I, I found that about a month ago. So about, you know, four months into my divorce, I found after my divorce, I found that. So, but those expectations were there for me. They were there then. And, um, I was expected to stay. I was expected to take care of everything. So what was the final turning point? Like, what was it that, what was the aha moment that gave you access to leaving? This is a hard one. This is a really hard one. Um, I never had it to be truthful. Um, I wish, cause I am, such a strong person. I wish I could say to everybody who asked me that question, because I get asked that a lot. I wish I could say, I just got strong and I just, you know, decided it was enough, but I didn't. Um, my ex um, made sure that our daughter found out that he was cheating on me and she confronted him and said, don't do it again. And, um, and then 
and like she has never confronted him on anything in her entire life and she confronted him and I didn't know she confronted him and then a week later he did it again with another woman and he made sure she found out about that one too and then she told me and um, I always knew he cheated on me but I just again <laughs> I just let it go and um, she said to me mom either you kick dad out or she was going to go leave and live with my mom. And that day I kicked him out. And it was, <laughs> I mean, that's still a conversation a year later in my house um, because she hasn't talked to her dad since then. Um, and like she was so strong that she was able to put up a really clear boundary and her boundary was you do it again and I'm going to tell mom and he did it again. And then she told me and I August 4th of last year um, told him to leave and he's never been back since. How does that make you feel now? What's it like? Which part, the part that he's gone or the part that, I'll let you choose. I, for me, I would, I would, um, I would sway you towards the part that he's gone. Okay. Um, it's been scary. It's been really scary. Um, because I had to take everything that for 22 years I put into saving somebody else and creating his happy. Um, I had to put all that into myself. And I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to say um, it's okay not to be married. It's okay to, you know, work on yourself. It's okay. It's And to say it's not your fault because everything I, my whole life I've taken on is, okay, it's my fault. I can do better. I've always had a lot of I don't know that it's called self-awareness anymore, but I've always had this awareness that something happened, I could fix it. Like, okay, I maybe did a bad job that time, but now I can do better. Now I can fix it and do better. And um, so realizing that I couldn't fix this and I couldn't do better um, for that situation, I had to turn my energy onto me and, um, and make myself better and question why I put up with that, why it was, why I thought it was okay. You know, where my, every, every part of me always knew that I would never want any of my children to go through what I went through. Yet I was okay with going through it myself. I was okay with putting up with all of, all of it for, for that long myself. Um, so finally, finally telling him he had to leave and he left I mean he free he left and he never really I mean he came back but he never came back um it was the greatest it really was the greatest thing that ever happened but now it's you know almost a year later that I can say that um it's been so much work every single day so much mental and physical and emotional work um I learned I'm learning how to love myself, how to put all that energy into myself and not feel guilty about it. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. 
So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.